your future. The innovative mindset thrives with a quotient of knowledge and learning, a splash of creativity and an awakening of emotional intelligence. Here at Wynn, we've been working with some inspiring businesses who've been setting us challenges and you might like to try them too. Would you like to generate and recognise ideas and alternatives? Think differently when problem solving. Inviting you to be open. Communicating with authenticity. Manifesting what you wish. A world full of strong, positive innovators. Welcome Win Team, it's really lovely to have you here and I'm really excited about this challenge that I'm going to be setting you. Uh, my name is Philippa Gilfillan, I was a teacher for 25 years and then I left that to start up Pack It In, which is the shop which we have here. I'm really passionate about being sustainable and ethical and reducing plastic use. What I'm going to talk to you about today is reducing plastic in your life and maybe even in your business as well and thinking what alternatives you can use and setting you a challenge to do a whole day plastic free or at least um, looking at what you're using and thinking what you could change to in the future. So I hope you're really going to enjoy this challenge. Brilliant. So, I'll start off with nine reasons to refuse single-use plastic. Um, I've got some infographics here which will help. So, one is that they are made from fossil fuels. And it's really important to keep the fossil fuels in the ground because that's the carbon and we don't want to be releasing the carbon. Another thing is that a lot of the fossil fuels, a lot of things made from plastic have a really big carbon footprint and we all need to reduce our carbon footprint. Plastic's going to be with us for hundreds of years. It doesn't disintegrate. It doesn't break down. And even if it does, it then breaks down into microplastics, which are in the environment for hundreds of years, and we don't want that. Only a tiny percentage of plastic is ever recycled. So since the plastic was produced in the 1950s up to the present day, only between 9 and 15% of that plastic has ever been recycled. Okay, a lot of it is sitting in landfill currently and not breaking down. It leaches toxins into our food. I think that's something I've become aware of as, as, as I've become older. So I don't ever heat anything in plastic. I only ever heat things in glass or metal um, these days. Another thing is that it has cancer and hormone disruptors. So if you are eating things in plastic or that have been stored in plastic or heated in plastic, it is leaching those chemicals into your food, which you're taking in. And I have extreme concerns about that. Um, it also pollutes our oceans. You've probably seen lots of plastic about all the five Gaias that, you know, the one in the, um, the, in the North Pacific um, is bigger than Texas. And that is not just on the surface, that is all the way down to the ground as well. Uh, obviously, it's killing marine life. You've probably seen pictures of uh, marine life being killed by plastic. Quite often they found albatrosses or whales which have washed up and they cut them open to see why they've died and their stomachs are full of plastic, which is stopping them feeling hungry, so it's stopping them actually eating what they should be eating. And it's getting into our food chain. This is something I find very worrying. They've actually started finding microplastics in shrimp and of course, uh, and smaller animals. So obviously that's being eaten and going up the food chain and it's coming to us. They've actually recently found plastic in uh, placentas of pregnant women. And they have found evidence that microplastics may well actually cross the blood brain barrier. So that really is something that we need to be worrying about. So those are all really good reasons to, re to stop, to either reuse single plastic, but actually to try and cut plastic out of our life. I've got some tips here for uh, living a plastic-free life and I've got some things here ready for you. So, I'll put that to one side. I saw some of you did come with water bottles and coffee cups, but not all of you. It's really good, it's really easy if you can just take your containers with you. It's also cheaper. Um, this coffee mug, we don't actually sell these here, but I've had this for several years, and it keeps coffee hot all day. If I'm going on a long journey, I take two of those, I've got coffee there and back. It saves me money as well as not producing plastic. I always take my lunchbox with me. Um, and yes, it is made of plasticky stuff, but I've had this years. And um, one of the things I like to do is I obviously bring my lunch with me every day. It saves me money and it's much healthier for me. So you can have a look at that later if you want. When I'm shopping, I nearly always 
have a reusable bag with me. We do, th these are old saris and they've been made and they're just really pretty and colorful and lightweight. And just having something like that in your bag is really useful. Another thing I use, and when I'm out shop doing my shopping, is this pouch. And you can have five net bags in the ones that we sell. And you, they do sell these bags um, in the supermarkets these days. But I've had these for about five years, and I use them all the time to buy my fruit and veg. And they're you know, reusable, they wash up beautifully, and they're really useful for going and getting your shopping. Another thing which is really good is kind of sandwich bags. So we sell various varieties that you can put snacks in there or sandwiches in there, and it's really useful. And of course, cooking from scratch. Would you all like a little snack? Always a snack. <laughs> <laughs> um, these are some snacks that I did, and they're a little burnt, I'm afraid, but if you'd like to taste one, you can. And that's something that I've made from ingredients in the shop. On our website, we've got the recipe. Thank you. It has got nuts. So did you have a nut allergy? No, just gluten-free. Yeah, it's gluten-free and dairy-free. Okay. All the recipes on our website are gluten-free, dairy-free, um, and vegan. <laughs> Delicious. Nice. It's going to be lots of noises of us eating now. Yes, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> So one little thing which I thought was really nice, I found this, and this is a way to wrap gifts. Have you heard of um, Japanese, I can't remember what the word is, um, but actually just using an old scarf to wrap a present. So when you give it to somebody, you can say, oh, the scarf can be part of the present, or if you don't want it, I'll have it back to reuse. So that's a lovely little thing. You could do all sorts of things for Christmas or birthdays or so on. That's not including that paper. The thing is, a lot of people think that recycling is the answer. But it isn't. We need to stop things coming into our house because even if you're recycling, the energy that it takes to actually make the product in the first place and then to recycle it is a lot of energy, a lot of carbon footprints that we want to be reducing. And for climate change, we need to be reducing. So using things and really constantly thinking, what can I use or do that I can use over and over again? We need to be going back to grandparents and great-grandparents' times where they always were reusing everything. There's some other tips here for um, living life with less plastic. One thing you can do is clean your home with natural cleaning products. We've got a whole range of prepared cleaning products, which are really good and made in Britain. But simple things you can use like white vinegar, citric acid, bicarbonate of soda. They're all really easy, simple chemicals that aren't going to cause a problem in the environment, aren't going to cause you um, breathing problems or anything like many of the mainstream products are. And moreover, they're cheap. Bathroom bottles for plain bars of soap. We also do refillable body wash and hand wash and so on. We've got loads of different bars of soap for your body, um, for your hair and so on. Use natural oils to clean and moisturise. You can just use regular olive oil or um, uh, coconut oil to rub on your skin as a moisturiser. It's much cheaper as well. Ladies, discover the moon cup and reusable sanitary products. Have you heard of them before? Mm-hmm, yes. I'd heard of them, saw them in the shop. Thought yes. they were amazing. Yes. They're, yeah. they're gorgeous. So I never thought when we opened the shop that we'd have as many conversations about periods and incontinence as we have. But it's been fantastic. So we've got cups you can use. Uh, we've got sanitary pads and we've also got period pants, which we've just got in recently and they're really good. Um, and they're really, f they're fun to use, the pads. They're all got nice funky colours and so on. That's really good. Another thing is makeup. We don't have makeup in yet, but we hope to. But we do have um, plastic-free shavers. So with, with shaving, I don't know if you want to pass it along, we have got a razor. So that's called a safety razor. Um, it can be a little harder to get to know, to get to know how to use it, um, but it's really good once you do. And we even have a shaving brush that you can use that's plastic-free. And we've got a bar of shaving soap. So you can also obviously use soap in the bathroom, shampoo bars, which we sell, which are getting really, really popular. Another thing uh, is deodorant. Yeah, thinking through your morning routine, deodorant is really good. We sell two different types. Uh, this one, which is really good, it's just a push-up and it just, you make sure it's warm and then you can just put it underneath your arms. Um, it is based on bicarb, so sometimes for people, they react to it. This is another really good one. 
It's called Salt of the Earth, and it's just an alum salt bar. And all you need to do in the morning is to wet it under the tap, pop it under your arms, and Bob's your uncle. You're sorted for the day. What, what you can find is that if you're currently using a, um, I'll let you pass that along, try not to drop it, because it will shatter, and that's one drawback of it. It doesn't have any smell whatsoever. It looks like a crystal, um, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is a crystal, really. One thing, if you are changing from a mainstream type of um, deodorant, is that you might have a few weeks where you're kind of detoxing. Okay, and you can use some kind of clays, bentonite clay, and detox your armpits, and that'll kind of bring all the toxins out. Oh, <laughs> what's that? What's the, can I ask? When you're detoxing, so what could be effect you could observe your body more sweat or possibly more sweat and some of the smells coming out because a lot of the modern deodorants yes. they just bung everything up and yes. stop you from sweating so you need to kind of get through that and then after that you'll be fine with a kind of um with a more natural deodorant i think they this exactly mainstream as you said they mostly contain aluminium particles uh -huh. and this is the steps that they are efficient however yes. yeah so yes so after two weeks or so yes. the body should get used to more yes. the natural yeah. way and yeah hmm. yeah that's right um and if you think about what else in your morning routine that includes plastic brush your teeth brush your teeth yeah so what we have is bamboo toothbrushes if you think that every single toothbrush that you've ever used that your parents have used, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, possibly even great-great-grandparents for the younger members. Every single toothbrush they've ever used is still in existence. It's probably in landfill somewhere. It's a good chunky bit of plastic, so it's not going to have degraded at all. And it's still there. But if you use a bamboo toothbrush and the bristles are increasingly plastic-free, some of them still have a little bit of plastic in, but you can just get rid of that bit and that can go in the bin, and then the rest you could use for all sorts of things, for planting things, a plant stick, a dibber, all sorts of things, and then that will decompose. So if I pass that around, that's really nice. And with your toothbrush comes toothpaste. So we sell several different pastes. So these are mostly in a um, glass jar. So you've got your paste, and this is kind of going back to what your grandparents and great-grandparents would have done you put a little bit on your toothbrush and then brush your teeth or we do have toothpaste tablets so you can just shove it in your mouth um, crunch it up and start brushing and they're really good as well and a lot of dentists are coming up and saying you know these are just as good as your regular toothbrush toothpaste dental floss we even do a plastic free um, plant-based dental floss do you know what actual dental floss is usually made of correct to think now <laughs> Anybody know? No? No, okay. It's actually made of silk from silkworms. Oh, Okay? Sense, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's really great, but the thing is with silkworms, do you know how they get the silk out of the silkworms? Probably not in a great way. No. They boil them alive. Okay, and that's how they get the silk for a lot of the dental floss, or it's actually uh, plastic. So you're putting plastic in your mouth every morning, whereas this is plant-based um, and it's got a um, compostable container there. So if you want to pass that around. And then, of course, when you're washing, um, a good soap dish is really good. We've been selling bamboo ones, so we've moved to these ceramic and metal ones, which as long as you don't drop it, they're going to last for years. And um, we have a lot of different loofers. We have them for the kitchen as well as for the bathroom. And these are quite rough but they come quite soft once you're washing yourself. And then makeup. Particularly at the end of the day, if you're wanting to remove your makeup, we have these lovely reusable makeup wipes. Some have got lovely patterns on, some of them are plain, and you can use whatever you want to be able to um, remove your makeup. And then we also have some lovely products by Nim, who is a local girl, she's not called Nim, she's called Alice, and she's a local girl who set herself up a company right after she finished her A-levels. And she's producing uh, cream cleanser, moisturizers. Um, I use a lovely hemp oil, which I just use as a moisturizer every day. And it's lovely and simple. It's just a simple glass bottle um, that's not got loads of packaging with it. And it, it's just really nice to, and simple to use. 
Okay, so I was talking about reducing plastic in your life still. So we've talked about deodorant, um, brushing, hair brushing. You've probably a lot got plastic combs, plastic to, um, um, brushes. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> um, but maybe when you think about if your brush needs replacing, buying a, a, a really good quality bamboo one, perhaps. Clothes. We all like buying new clothes, um, but it's really getting important and people are becoming more happy to actually leave fast fashion to one side and actually start buying. Yeah, there's lots of online groups where you can actually buy secondhand clothes, Depop and um, Vinted, I think it is, uh, or charity shops even. Myself and all my um, colleagues in the shop, we actually tend to buy um, from charity shops. And avoiding synthetic clothes, trying to buy natural clothing is really good as well. And then buying local and requesting plastic-free packaging. So that's the, where my shop comes in, is that all our food is without packaging. You can bring your own containers, you weigh the container, and then you fill it with as much or as little as you like. We're aiming to be as much of a supermarket as we can, apart from the fresh food, which we're unable to stock at this store. But you can come in and buy most of your food here. And although a lot of our food isn't local, as time goes on, more and more of the food that we stock is being grown in the UK. And where possible, we are buying food that is um, produced in the UK. And we try and get from local suppliers. Any questions now about anything that's in your daily life that you think, I don't know how I would replace that. I don't know how I would do that. You mentioned about, um, which I found really interesting, about how the plastic leaks into food. And yeah. I think I was aware of that with drink bottles. Yes. Um, with my daughter, she's like, oh, I just have this bottle. I'm like, it's been in the car too long and it don't yes. do that. Yeah. And, and so I'm yeah. aware of that. And actually, I hadn't put that same concept into food. Yeah. But, you know, but yeah. so a lot of stuff, if, if I'm cooking, because mm -hmm. I don't cook, I will put it in the microwave. Yeah. So I guess it's, you know, a lot of stuff that goes in the microwave comes in plastic packaging yeah. and... You yeah. know, and obviously containers that you put in, are there better things? Oh, you said glass and yeah. using things like that. But yeah. I, that, that's to me the one that I would find a little bit trickier, I yeah, think. Sure. Just, well, yeah, sure. I've, I've um, invested in quite a few of these. Now, this is a bigger one. There's a smaller one that's like a portion size. And I invested a lot of those and I began batch cooking several, going back several years ago now. And I've got a slow cooker, I've got an instant pot and they're fantastic for you know, on a Sunday or so, when you've got a day off, cooking up two or three meals, portioning it, and then we've put it in the freezer. You know, I've had these, they're Pyrex containers. They have got a plastic lid, but I just, I'm very careful that I only hand wash the lids. The bottoms can go in the washing machine. And they've been one of my key things that have helped me live a plastic-free life. Because really good and very helpful. And yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Another thing which I've just started doing, I've bought an actual um, silicon baking tray, which, which does in bars. And I've bought it from Lakeland. I can't seem to manage to stock it and get it for the shop. But what I've done, I don't think you can see in here, but I've actually, um, you, you can't, sorry. Um, I'm bulk cooking beans or lentils or quinoa or bulgur wheat. And then I'm putting it into the, this mould, freezing it, and then putting it just into old bread bags or something. And then in the morning, what I can just do is take out one of grains, one of beans. So I've got my grains, I've got my protein. I just add my fresh stuff to it. And then that's a really healthy lunch, but it's really quick and easy and I've not had to really think about it. So that, that's been really good for saving time. Because I think part of the problem about people thinking, oh, you want to eat unpackaged food, is actually thinking, oh, it's going to take me a lot of time and a lot of effort. Um, how, and it's, it's having tips like that that will help you cut down time and effort. And, you know, and, you know if you've got different family members who like different things, you can just take out or oh, kidney beans for that one or velocity beans for that one or whatever and do things like that. And I even freeze um, my snacks, like the snacks that I gave you before, they were made in that. So, you know, if you can do, um, like, it's almost like a tray bake, but it's easier because you don't have to cut it up and it doesn't go all crumbly. But it's something easy you can give um, in a lunchbox for school um, and do snacks and so on like that. And it really helps. So what I wanted to do next was um, ways to reduce plastic in your workplace, because I thought that was something very much to use. So one of the things is really talking about 
um, plastic in the oceans, okay? You know, talk to your colleagues about it. Make it a subject of conversation. Think about what uh, films you can watch about it. There's loads of different environmental films on um, uh, various streaming services. Make it a source of conversation at work. Organise beach uh, litter picks near your work. Okay, you know, take, take responsibility for the area. It might not be your company that is creating the waste, but you can take your bit of responsibility for keeping that clean and tidy. Provide unlimited filtered tap water and actually encourage people to use water bottles. I think a lot of companies though have said, right, we're all going to be using reusables. Here's one for everybody. Well, actually, most people have at least one, probably two. If you can just encourage them to use them rather than buying in loads, it doesn't have to cost you lots, but provide the resources so that people can use them and encourage people to use them. Having reusables in the kitchens, okay? Not having any disposable stuff. If you've got a canteen, making sure that you are using reusables. Reducing office tea and coffee. So having plastic-free tea and coffee. A lot of tea bags still have plastic in them. But if you can encourage a loose leaf tea thing or instead of um, a coffee machine which has got capsules, actually having a bean to, bean to, bean to cup machine or um, even having uh, French presses that people can use and, and providing opportunities like that. Encouraging eco habits like having a fridge that's big enough for everybody to put their lunchbox in. Um, it's just simple things like that that make it easy for your team to become plastic free. Asking for your team for ideas. So actually putting it out to the whole company. Where do you think we can reduce plastic? And talking to your suppliers. My shop is part of a whole group of zero waste shops across the country. We all talk to each other all the time. And we work hard with suppliers and put a lot of pressure on suppliers to change how they supply things to us. And it's a gradual change, but it is changing because we've got that buying power. And another thing is sharing your successes. Maybe having a board at work where you're actually sharing what you're doing and how like little tips like I've just shared with you, if you can all kind of each bring something to the table, then it helps. So really important is that you actually share your successes. If you've got a really good idea, share it around the office, talk to your friends about it. Say, oh, I found this way of doing this. They might not immediately take it on board, but further down the line, they might be thinking, oh, I could do that. Let's try that. Um, another thing within your business is list, list the plastic packaging that you currently use. And that's something you can do at home as well, particularly on your challenge day, is actually look at what's in your bin, look at what's in your recycling bin. Think how you can change that. And so at work, what you can do as well is perhaps do a plastic audit, of audit of plastic that's used and ways you could perhaps change things. Or even how much paper is used. When we first started, I was very much worried about the bookkeeping side of it and we were printing out a lot of the um, invoices and keeping them. And now as time has gone on, I've learned you don't need to do that. As long as you've got an electronic copy, then you can just use that. And it's kind of thinking in your office, can we cut paper? Can we cut our energy use? What can we do to, to just reduce our energy, our use of resources and make our company more sustainable? you can use be more economic with boxes with a small product like this in a massive box now all the carbon footprint of that it doesn't need that think about if you're sending stuff out as a business how can you reduce the amount of packaging you're using the amount of tape you're using we, we sell paper tape which is fantastic and really quite strong for taping things up think about reusing boxes it could be a unique selling point for your business to actually reuse packaging, which is what we do all the time. We also pa pass on all our packaging. And there's a great group called West Midlands Packaging Pass It On, where companies can link up with each other to pass on packaging to be reused. So if any local companies, particularly small boxes, uh, we can provide them because we're constantly getting them through and passing them on to people. Reinvest any savings or you know, tax breaks in innovations like mushroom packaging. Kind of be looking towards the future. Protect goods with recycled paper or shredded cardboard. If you're getting lots of cardboard in, why not buy a decent commercial shredder, shred your cardboard and use that as your packaging? 
explore returnable packaging schemes where like we get crisps um, in a container a lot of our um, detergents come in big containers we use them we pass them back they get cleaned and refilled and back it might be that you can do that in your companies and we can offer that um, for cleaning products for local companies we're very keen to do more business to business company uh, work think about calculating your annual plastic savings and you may well be saving money as well by making some of these changes and really talk to your suppliers about how you can do this as well and again share 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 these messages with your um, customers okay they will be buying into it many many people are thinking we want to do things in better ways now um, and we're constantly looking to people for different ideas so if you could share those ideas it'd be really good so, do we have any questions? I think it's more a comment, but I love the bags for fruit and veg because yeah. you go along and you... Where did I put those? You go straight for the plastic roll of really or thin sheet the, bags. The paper ones now have got a plastic sheet it's still plastic in them. Sheets so yeah. Yeah, Quite often that is made of cellulose, yeah. which is from wood. But um, what we've, we've got posters up in the shop because when we first opened we actually had a lot of regulars who were coming in every week and just taking paper bags every time now we actually have pots available in the shop which people donate like ice cream tubs margarine tubs and so on and we wash them and put them out for customers to use but people will constantly say oh no a paper bag's fine because people say oh it's just a paper bag and i can compost it or recycle it the trouble is the equivalent size of a paper bag to a plastic bag, you actually have to use the paper bag four to five times for it to have the equivalent carbon footprint of a plastic bag. So carbon footprint wise, a plastic bag is actually better and doesn't mean you can use it over and over again. So we actually recommend people using the likes of the inside of cereal packets or empty bread bags and using those or anything you can put a clip on or seal and using those over and over again so that um, you're not using paper bags because they've got such a high carbon footprint. Again, you think that you're doing yeah. a better thing. That's the, yeah. And, and it's, yeah, it's trying to work out. And I suppose it is. It's, all, it's about a lot of people doing a little bit. Yes, yeah. It's, it, like, there's, there's a good meme about it's not about a few people doing um, zero waste perfectly. It's about millions of people doing it imperfectly and just taking a few steps along that journey that's really important. Yeah. So what would be your advice, for example, to a person who has maybe not as much knowledge about like uh, uh -huh. being more sustainable, yeah. but trying to uh, reduce the single uh, plastic use, like plastic, use. Yeah. Yes. What would be like the the start kit, or even in action? What's what's the very beneficial thing, for example, I could do, uh -huh. and to start? And I know that from my perspective, the mm -hmm. most difficult is to keep consistent yes. consistency. Uh -huh. But what could you advise? Yeah, just taking a co reusable coffee cup everywhere with you. And bringing your water with you, kind of thinking about taking your lunches places or at least taking a container with you that you can go somewhere and say, oh, could you just pop it in that, please, rather than, um, you know, taking, you know, buying, it, it, buying it from people. And, you know, just simple things like a bag like this. And back when I used to shop more, before I had this shop, when I shopped in supermarkets and farm shops more, I had a set of my Hessian bags that lived in the car. And then I would take the shopping into the house, empty it, and then put the set back in the car ready for the next time. It's just kind of, it's that being prepared. And that's exactly yeah, it yeah, that, that's just it. It's just putting a little bit more thought into your life and thinking, oh, and, and maybe looking at your bin and thinking, where is most of the plastic that's coming into my house coming from doing an audit is a really good start that could maybe where you start your challenge um, is actually empty out your recycling bin uh, it should all be clean and then thinking where's the most things come from there's lots of um, websites with with ideas of what to do um, you can look at our website we've got the online shop so you can really browse everything that we stock and be thinking oh what could i do we've got recipes on there as well so you can be thinking about of what can you make um, there's lots of facebook groups with different ideas to do stuff in you know th there is a lot of information out there can I ask a really daft question because it's probably no question, question is daft 
Well, I'm thinking like what do we use a lot of? The, mm -hmm. So we use a lot of, and I'm, only, I know you've got the beeswax covers and things. Yes, so we yeah. use a lot of foil and we use a lot of cling film. Yes. And I'm guessing they're not great to no. use lots of. I mean, foil isn't too bad because aluminium is one of the best things that's most easily recyclable to an equal level of material. So we actually sell recyclable, recyclable and recycled um, aluminium foil. Okay, um, but again, aluminium foil isn't great for you because there's issues with dementia and so on. So I try and keep it off your food as much as possible. So for instance, if you're cooking something that you would normally cover with foil, actually get a lidded container, put the lid on rather than covering it with foil. We've got beeswax wraps that you can wrap things in. I had the, the sandwich container recently that you could use. And I certainly wouldn't use cling film or heat food with cling film. You, know, you can buy silicone uh, covers for putting stuff in the microwave or just put a plate over it just with a little place just to, for the steam to come out it's just rethinking a lot of those habits um, and I, I believe they have brought out some compostable cling wrap now but again my attitude is why buy something that's single use if you can actually buy something once and use it for the rest of your life you're actually going to save yourself money um, it's like with so many of these things you do have to be careful with the greenwashing aspect of a lot of things, but quite often if you buy something once and buy it well made and good quality and then you look after it, you will save yourself money in the long run. We've got some shower cap type things that you pop over dishes and bowls to save cling film and you just bung them in the dishwasher or you can wash them out. Yeah, that, that's film. something yeah, I'm looking into stocking that really I'd really good. like to get in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like you say, it's often just being aware that there's a solution yeah. that, you, that, that so it's just exist. easy yeah. as well. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. And that's yeah. why we opened the shop, because I'd been into being zero waste and not using plastic or using plastic well. You know, I've got plastic containers. I brought this one here and I've been using this for years and I will look after it and continue to use it. Being zero waste and, and getting rid of plastic in your life. It's not about getting rid of all plastic. It's about using what you've got wisely and carefully so it lasts a long time. And as things um, wear out or break, try and mend them and, or repurpose them and then pass them on and, and replace it with something better. There's um, a load of R's that you can use and recycle should be way down. You should be doing repurposing, repairing, reusing. Recycling at some point, uh, rotting, so composting if you can. There's so many different R's that you can use and, and be, be thinking what you can do. And I think you picked up on the business side of things. I think a lot of a lot more people are going to be working from home, yeah. uh, you know, with everything going on. And, and actually, whereas you maybe had the responsibility with your employer where mm -hmm. you were like, yes, I've got a recycle centre here, I can do that. Yeah. You know, we are working from home, so we, we do need to be a lot more aware of it at home. Yes, yeah. We've noticed we've had a lot more rubbish and, and all of that just from anyway and you, you do have to start really making yeah. a difference you know, and yourself. another thing at home I, mean, I know it's in the middle of summer at the moment when it comes to the winter maybe not having the heating on as much really thinking how you can keep yourself warm at home you know put on lots of layers um, shut all the doors and the windows have a hot water by you have hot drinks with you have a flask and ways that you can actually keep your heating down um, because it will reduce your costs and it will reduce the energy that's being used because we just think of energy as just coming from somewhere and it's just, yes, we pay for it, but other people make it, it's fine. But it's all contributing to a carbon footprint. There are lots of places online where you can calculate your carbon footprint and it can make you think, oh, what should I do next on my journey? I'm constantly identifying what I should do next. And mine is more to cook more snacks instead of buying pita breads because I'm not perfect. You know, I'm not one of these persons who just has a jar and that's all their rubbish that um, goes out. But there's two of us at home, myself and a lodger, and we only do one carrier bag about that size every two weeks of rubbish that goes out. Okay, but we do compost, you know, we compost and yes. we recycle, but we don't have that much recycling that goes out as well. And we're constantly trying to reduce that. So, Win Team, your challenge for this week is to actually live a day in your life plastic-free. So, I'd like you to try and get your food plastic-free. Think about how you are living your life. If it is something you already have, 
then I want you to use it, but keep a note during the day, kind of keep a diary and think, oh, right, yes, I've got a plastic toothbrush. Maybe next time I replace it, I will replace it with this. So just be conscious of everything you use from the first time you get up in the morning. Think, oh, has this got plastic in? Has this got plastic in? And think if you can't actually replace it on that day with something that's plastic free, think about how you can in the future. So that when, when we come to debrief, you can be thinking, right, yes, I'm going to be making that, that, that and that change right away. Perhaps a month down the line, I might make those changes. Because sometimes when you do change from something that's... Um, plastic it can be a bit more expensive to begin with but in the longer run you will save money it's more aesthetically pleasing to have these plastic free items in your house as well so really think about how you can get your food what recipes you can cook um, can you cook something that hasn't come in plastic maybe try and cut out meat and dairy for the day as well I know you've already had um, a plant-based challenge so try and take that forward and take your knowledge forward So welcome back team. It's lovely to see you all again. Um, how did you get on with your challenge? Really well. Really enjoyed having a day at it. Um, I'm going to go first then because I'm just going to go for it. Um, I thought the really good exercise was doing the audit, yeah. which you said, just take a look at what, you know, what, you, what you're throwing away, really, yeah. plastic wise. The first thing I did uh, was do the audit, had a look through the things we are putting in the recycle bin. Uh, to be honest, it's mainly glass bottles. Um, but yes, there's plastic in there. So had a look. And I think one of the main things that we have a lot of are these, which are um, squash bottles. Um, again, use the double strength. So hopefully that helps with regards to the numbers, but definitely get through a lot of those. Well, squash bottles are very easily recyclable. So that's um, an easy thing to do. And in um, Worcester City, you clean them, wash them, put the lids back on these days and put them back in, in, in the recycling. Uh, I mean, they do have the small bottles of concentrate yeah. or you could buy glass bottles. Um, but again, then you've got to think about the carbon footprint of the glass being heavier to transport. Um, what you could try instead is just get a bottle that's an infuser bottle or just in your water bottle, put some slices of um, fruit nice. or some raspberries or strawberries in, a few bits of mint. It's going to be healthy for, healthier for you and then you're going to do away without the packaging altogether. Yeah, brilliant. But I love that, to be able yeah. to literally think about stuff. Then. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if there is an alternative for this or something I could do for that. You know, for me, which I'm just going to mention and then I'm going to shut up, is um, brushing teeth. Um, I use an electric toothbrush. And I find that really good. So then I was wondering, well, obviously there's the bamboo toothbrushes, but how can I make a difference with those? And I wondered, and I don't know again, need to ask some questions, need to look into it, whether the um, tips at the end of the electric toothbrush, the, the sort of ones that do throw away, now they're plastic. I wonder if there are bamboo versions of those or um, better versions of those that you can be using to replace. There are different ones you can use and some of the mainstream uh, chemists do do them. Um, we're hoping to in time. It's just something we're not stocking yet. But yeah, you can get replaceable ones, which are, I think, bamboo and charcoal. Brilliant. Yeah. And do you know that's been the reassuring thing is you get to a point where you go, oh, what's a solution for that would be good. Yes. And the fact that there are solutions is really reassuring. Yeah. And, it's, and it's just those little things. Isn't yeah. It? There are several uh, Facebook groups on the internet. Uh, sustainable living, journey to zero waste in the UK, where there are groups of people who have got the kind of knowledge I have, where you can either search it or post a question and say, what do I do about this? I think the one for me was the routine, looking at your routine. And it was the morning routine that really struck, mm -hmm. because going into the bathroom, yeah. you know, deodorant, shaving foam, razor, mm -hmm. toothbrush, all of it. And yes. you're just looking, going, oh, I'm surrounded by plastic. So yeah. mine was, same with an electric toothbrush, so it's really good to know about that. Yeah. And everything I could take out to go to bars of soap, which I tend to use anyway, mm -hmm. Soap, shaving bars, yes. shampoo bars, not that that's a problem. <laughs> it's all there in different forms. Yes. It's just moving over and doing yeah. it. And, and there are just very easy swaps and absolutely. you are going to save money in the long term. Yeah. You, you might not think so to begin with. Um, but you know, also, um, if you don't like soap bars, because some people don't, we do do liquid refills as well and they're quite easily available in lots of shops. You came into the shop, didn't you? You got a liquid, liquid mm -hmm. refill. <laughs> she good. did, yes. I did, uh, yes, it was Saturday and 
I didn't think like why well, I took my own container. I forgot, of course, to yes. wait. <laughs> so I'm so sorry for this. Okay. But, but yes, the team member, yes, the, yeah. she was very helpful. And yes, so now yeah. I understand everything, all the routine, yeah. just to sanitize it uh, before taking yes. it to the shop, obviously because of COVID. And then wait it, refill it. And again, why did you and yeah. Spain? That's it. So it was yeah. actually on Saturday. I was very pleased of myself because <laughs> I did a bit of shopping, but I didn't buy anything like in plastic container. Mm -hmm. So that was, and actually I was quite aware about food. It was mm -hmm. mostly like a few food things, etc. Mm -hmm. I think I found it was food packaging. Yeah. was my biggest, mm -hmm. looking at everything. Um, it definitely was, was yeah, what my food comes in and uh -huh. and um i was quite fortunate on the day i was doing it i'd pop to see a friend who is growing everything and got goodies from her garden so that's something nice um and something to try and introduce more of and uh try and see if we can grow our own although i'm not very green fingered so that might not go too well we shall see i'm not a gardener as <laughs> many will know so yeah but it's nice to have friends who are. Yeah. <laughs> you can go and pitch but there. Uh... It is so easy just to grow a few things. Yeah. And I haven't ever really grown much until this year, actually. But what I want to start doing is just having some salad on the go. Yeah. Because you can have that in your windowsill and you can have cut and come again stuff. And then because the bags, you always get lettuce and, and yeah. salad stuff in bags. So it's really good. And just you know, some simple tomatoes and maybe cucumbers. And herbs and things. Herbs, and, yeah. Because and, they're relatively simple, I think. Yes, I don't know. yeah. And having those around rather than having to have them in packets. Yeah. I get I get really inspired by others. So mm -hmm. when I hear somebody's doing something, I go, do you know what? That's brilliant. Mm. So I think it's really good that you're know, finding out more people are doing this. Yeah. And again, just hearing what the team have been up to in ways that they're doing. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, do you know what? Yeah, just getting that word out, isn't it? And getting people to just be inspired to yeah. go, just have a go. Yeah. Um, and just be reassured that it isn't too overwhelming. You yeah. know, we can just do that a little bit. But yeah. no, I really... Um, and I, I think the thing is, don't try and do everything at once. Mm. Kind of each month think, right, I'm really going to focus on the bathroom this month or I'm going to focus on the kitchen or I'm going to focus on clothes or whatever and kind of just gradually get into new habits. It does take time, but as I keep saying, it's, it's just a journey. That's really good because I think that's something I think I need to do it all and I need to do it all mm -hmm. now no. and then I'll fail and then yeah. I won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so actually it's, it's reassuring to be like, no, just pick yeah little, even yeah. write yourself a list of of areas you think you can do and little changes you can make and think well i can make that little change and that little change and that little change right i'll get those yeah. ongoing and then i'll choose one recipe that i'm going to start batch cooking and and freezing yeah and and just plan in little things but have your list of things you want to work through mm -hmm. and then kind of come back to it in a year also the, for me uh positive very uh, when I went to the shop yeah and it was Saturday afternoon and but the positive thing was how busy it is yes and there were many people inside and actually was a little queue this mm -hmm. is why perhaps I was too impatient and didn't <laughs> wait for uh, yes uh, for your team member just to, mm -hmm. to, to check I just went straight but then I were I left and it, there were a few more people coming so it's really good to know yeah this community, it's not like a little one, no. just people are more and more aware, am I right? Yes, yeah, yeah. we've got yes. a, a steady baseline of regulars right. who come and, you know, lots who come and get their weekly shop or they come once every two weeks um, and they get a big shop and it's, it's getting them or the people who just pop in every now and then and get the odd bit to try and increase their average spend and, and to help their habits. You also mentioned in, uh, I think, in lockdown, you, obviously mm -hmm. you didn't show it because you were able to provide things for people. Yes. Like, so, again, it, that's just, they've got that consistency to know that there's ways and means that they can get things like yes. the flower and, the, you know, what everyone else yeah. is going for. So, yeah. again, it's um, it, that sustainable mm -hmm. side of it is yes. uh, kept everybody going. Yeah. So, really, really positive. Mm -hmm. I think the report that came out yesterday that we do have a climate emergency, mm. we know we have... They're saying again, we've got it, we yeah. need to listen. Hopefully that will drive more people into doing this. Hopefully, yeah. We need to, it has to be done. So. Yeah. yeah, I think for that, it definitely needs to go wider and further into more of the supply chain. Yes. Because obviously if everything's being produced in China, mm -hmm. you're having to ship it across the world. Yes. 
then that's not good either. Yeah. So, you know, being able to sort of source stuff locally so it has got a lot less of that carbon footprint yeah. mm-hmm. is, is also really important. Yeah. And how did you get on with your challenge? Yes, I noticed that I use a lot of plastic. Uh-huh. And even stuff that I think, oh, well, that'd be okay. Like, for me, it was cosmetic. Uh-huh. So a lot of my skincare, even though it's in, like, glass jars mm-hmm. or glass yeah. you know, bowls, it's got plastic lids, mm-hmm. plastic droppers. Yeah. And for me, it's weighing up whether I want to stop using that particular product. Yeah. Because I have quite problem skin. Mm-hmm. I suffer with eczema. So trying to find a product that works for my skin. Yeah. Is difficult, mm-hmm. and I, for me, I'm like I don't know if I want to try the bar soap and stuff because I have tried it before mm-hmm. and it's it's not really worked yeah. or I, it breaks me out in acne mm-hmm. or yeah and it, it it's weighing up and having that argument almost with yourself of yeah. like yeah it's the packaging's not great but the product is yes. and yeah. that, that's why I think for me it's particularly in the supply chains and within the wider area so mm-hmm. like use encouraging people to use public transport for instance because mm-hmm. I always think that the British public transport isn't very good mm. if you looked at like the Tokyo Olympics and you mm-hmm. saw their public transport it was all electric yeah. self-driving buses uh-huh. and then you look at our infrastructure mm-hmm. you're like that's crazy yeah. different yeah. <laughs> like where half the time you can't even get a train on time yeah you know I think if we put money into our infrastructure definitely it would encourage more people to do it. So if trains were cheaper than mm-hmm. driving your car, people would be like, oh, use that. Yes. Yeah. I looked at it the other day, I looked at it going, um, going to visit some friends. And I thought, oh, I could get the train and I could read my book and it would be lovely and I'm not taking my car. And I weighed it up and it was going to cost me three times more than if I was mm. just going to get petrol. I think that's where leaders need to step up as yeah. well. In the, mm. the, the G7, we're going to have COP26 in a couple mm-hmm. of months. Yeah. They're all going to be flying in. There's going to mm-hmm. be jets, security, cars, yeah. and, and then telling us you need to do this. Yeah. Well, you need to practice what you. Yeah, preach. they need to be leading that, by example, don't they? Yeah. We've seen now that meetings can happen all over the world via computers. Like that's something yes. the pandemic has shown mm-hmm. is actually remote working works. So why, for these types of meetings, do people have to fly in? And they can still, so even Googling something creates a level of carbon that's emitted from that, but actually mm. it's a lot less than, you know, us all travelling to a meeting and, yeah. and doing that type of thing. Yeah. But. And a simple thing you can do um, if you are having to travel is to make sure you've got no bump in the car mm. so that you, your car is as light as possible. Mm. And also... Tyres and things. Yeah, right. make sure your tyres are pumped up, make sure your driving practices, you know, you're, you're, go, you're in the right um, gear... Um, and that you, you aren't braking heavily, that you're, you know, you've got good driving practices, and there's lots of information on the internet to do yeah. that. It's just having the conversations, I think, isn't it? And yes. having it as the norm that you, yeah. you know, whoever you're with or where you are, that becomes. We often talk about the weather. We're all very good at talking about the weather. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even more in climate change now, I reckon. Yeah. Um, but, may, you know, having those topics of conversation, whether it be how we're getting to work or what we're doing when we're at home or what we're doing, you know, to help speak to local people or you know get yeah. that awareness mm-hmm. just having it as the norm to be that you know those yeah. conversations to be had really yeah. and it's just making um, rep- um ripples and planting mm. seeds in people's minds you know i feel mm. like i've planted lots of good seeds um with the film crew as well as with uh, the team here and hopefully the podcast will do that it will just make people think well what little changes could i make you know, and there's lots of, um, there's Plastic Free July, you know, in Veganuary, you can maybe reduce your meat considerably, but you don't have to do it in those particular months. You can constantly be thinking, you know, what can I do? What little changes can I make? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Making a big, big difference. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering if you have a thing, for probably everyone of us has got like a plastic, like a product in plastic, which would be very, very difficult to quit. I thought it would be my case, like cosmetics. Some cosmetics, like mm-hmm. Amy mentioned, they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Been, yes. So to find a, like alternative would be hard. So mm-hmm. possibly would be the last thing. Have you got any of? I guess it's it's got to be a, a phone. Um, there's so much plastic and other materials in that that are mined and everything else. So I think it's a case mm-hmm. of rather than oh, there's a new one out, I'll go and get that and get rid of mm-hmm. the old one. 
run it till the bitter end, donate <laughs> oh, it into yes. charity because they can be recycled and make some money out of mm -hmm. them for charities, mm -hmm. things like that. So yeah. will be mine. I definitely think for me it is probably my tech because I have a lot of tech. Mm -hmm. My background's in tech, so I have big laptops, mm -hmm. big iPads, big phones, but also my cosmetics. Yes. And I think if they could find a way of reducing it even yeah. further, yeah. then that would be brilliant. Yeah. There are some brands around, and that is something that that's another one if we can get more room the bigger mm -hmm. shop that we would like to um, actually do some of the cosmetic brands where you kind of you buy the palette but then you just buy refills for that's it inside yeah yeah so those are really good but yeah so. where, we, where we can we buy as local as we can I mean obviously some products do have to come from halfway around the roots you know, some of the foods just don't grow in, in Europe but you know where we can it's local producers and it's UK or European made Thanks so much again for really sort of giving us a steer mm -hmm. uh, starting that ripple Yes. of uh, <laughs> insights and hopefully as you say we can share that with more people as well mm -hmm. we've really enjoyed it and I think it's going to really make a big difference and massive congratulations to you, Thank you. Uh, on the shop the success mm -hmm. and long work continue yes. and as I say <laughs> just really revolutionise and mm -hmm. open everyone's eyes a little bit I think well thank you very much and thank you for you know buying into it so effectively and you know if you have any issues you know just message the shop um, I'm always responsive to that and or people can come into the shop and say, oh, I've got this, I've got this issue. We can always help them and we've always got suggestions and ideas. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. We've just had a fantastic workshop learning how to live sustainably. So from moon cups to shampoo and using less plastic waste in our food, we can all do a little bit to help. So come on down to the shop, there's amazing things to see inside. You can also check out things on the website as well as some great recipes. It's packitin-zerowastliving.co.uk So now that you've listened to the podcasts, we want you to get involved. Head over to the innovation platform where you can find out all the behind the scenes of the podcast episodes, as well as all the other episodes. I know. You can get involved in all the challenges and don't forget to let us know how you got on. I want to see who can beat Anna's a Rubik's Cube time. And finally, you can also get involved and see all the amazing businesses that we feature within these podcasts. So what are you waiting for? Stop listening to me. Get on the innovation platform. Address below. Okay, so I'm just going to cut in. This is future Amy realizing this is a podcast and you guys can't actually see the web address for the platform so that's my bad sorry guys so to find all your podcast extras behind the scenes areas where you guys can also be involved in our podcast journey head over to win-hub.wazuku.com that's win-herb.wazuku, which is spout W-A-Z-O-K-U.com. Look forward to seeing you all there, trying out the podcast challenges. This production has been brought to you by DT Studios Visual Marketing. Directed by Terry Livesey. Producers Jess Antley, Terry Livesey, Douglas Anderson. Presenters Jess Antley, Amy Bromwich, Simon DeGarris, Anna Makowska-Vines, Robin Rooney. Supported by the European Region Development Fund, HM Government, Midland Engine.